What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me is Tyler. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm okay. My my uh, nose, my throat are all fucked up. Allergies, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those trees, man. That tree yeah. pollen. It really gets you. Yeah, I think I feel like this weekend was like the first weekend that actually felt fully like spring so far this year. Mm-hmm. The weather weather was pretty nice, and yesterday just outside doing a lot of yard work and just my nose and everything's just messed up. Gotta Sucks. take those bennies. That I know, I know. I took one when I went to sleep, but still woke up feeling. Like I am, but whatever. It's like kind of like humans weren't supposed to live on this earth. Uh, Everything uh, just hmm. fucks us up. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if I agree with that entirely, but you know, <laughs> everything's out there to just you know kill us. You know what I mean? I guess. I guess so. Um, <laughs> ah. But you know, we we if you're if the outdoors are trying to kill you, you can always stay inside and play some games. Am I right? Yeah. 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 Uh, and I guess that's what we've been doing. And I know I have. I've mostly been outside of work. I've been just, you know, staying inside and doing my thing. Yeah. Uh, how about you, buddy? Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll, you know, I've been working from home for probably two months now. So. You know, that's been going all right, and otherwise I just stay here. I mean, <laughs> nothing nothing too exciting, but yeah, I've been, I've been playing some stuff this past week. Awesome, that sounds good. All right, well, I guess we should just get, you know, into all of these video games we've been playing, because there's also a lot of news this week, more so than there has been, I guess. I mean, I guess the last couple of weeks has been pretty pretty eventful mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's picking up it's you know even though e3 isn't happening this year there sure are some things happening that would normally coincide with e3 yeah definitely and you know th- this time of year i think is a really good time to announce video games so it, it makes sense and i feel like we're not even you know really really into it yet i mean there's still so much more to learn which is exciting yeah all right well before we get to the news tyler what have you been playing um i have been playing a few things um i finished the dlc for borderlands 3 second dlc finally um last boss fight was pretty pretty fun um, it's just, it's just wild that the final boss fight was nowhere near as hard as the boss that I was ranting about two weeks ago. Um, this is one of those, one of those situations, but ended up like not even really getting anything good out of the final boss fight either. I'm like, eh, that sort of stank. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was a fun fight nonetheless and, um, some, cool story moments that happened there at the end as well so yeah finish that looking forward to the last two dlcs for borderlands 3 whenever they happen um and then i have 
put a pretty decent amount of time, about five, six hours maybe, into Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I am deep into Chapter 8 right now. Um, I basically stopped at the point where um, like side quests start to open up in that chapter. Yeah, all um, right. That's, that's kind of where I'm at, but... Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm just really digging that game and digging. I think I've definitely grown. These characters have grown a lot more on me too. Uh, specifically, Tifa and Barrett, just because you spend a lot of time with them. But um, Barrett's just such a goofy, over the top guy, and I, I I just I like having those characters around and now getting to know. Some other characters. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, even though a lot of people probably already know at this point. But um, I think it's 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 cool, and and I also kind of where I'm at, kind of somewhat like the change of scenery a little bit with the game. Um, not not entirely, but there's there's a couple locations I'm like, okay, this this looks really good, um, and really just you know digging the. The RPG-ness of the game, of, you know, getting new pieces of uh, armor and materia and just getting real real nerdy with all that stuff's been, been a lot of fun. Um, that boss fight at the end of Chapter 7 was fucking tough. Mm. Uh, but I I very much enjoyed myself. I, 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 you know, that boss fight does take a while, but it was like coming out the other side, I was like, Holy shit, like, I, I didn't even... I was just so laser-focused on that. Um, it was it was tough, but but I, I enjoyed myself. Um, very important, I think, to have a character with Materia where you can revive each other. Yep. Um, that's... <laughs> that's I, I've noticed. Like, I got that Materia. I'm like, I'm going to put this on. I feel like it'll probably come in handy, even though I haven't really had a lot of situations where I've had characters go down, but then during that boss I was like, oh my god, I'm so thankful I put this on on one of them. Because um, that, that really came in handy. Um, but I, I enjoyed that boss fight. I enjoyed the lead up to it of like some of the choices you can make to I guess alter the, the boss. Um, still ended up being tough, but I enjoyed a lot of that. It's, it's just a fun game to play to me, and I just I enjoy... Just about every aspect of it so far, and I'm really looking forward to to playing a lot more. I think I'm, I think my clock said I'm 11 and a half hours into it right now. Mm-hmm. So, have yeah. you uh, have you played any more of it? Where are you at? No, I'm kind of waiting for you to catch up a little bit. Uh, gotcha. Once you get to the end of your current chapter, I think you'll be pretty much caught up to where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, I, I I've kind of laid off for a little bit. Gotcha, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a fun game. I I also enjoyed a lot of the kind of just I guess cinematic sort of events that were going on in the beginning of Chapter Eight, and you know, right after there's there's like another sort of boss fight, and then just some of the exploration and character moments that happened there. After that, I was like, this is really really cool. I'm I'm enjoying a lot of it. So. Gonna keep trucking along with that game. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Glad you're enjoying Final Fantasy VII in the year 2020. Yeah, I know, right? I know, and it's not even the full game. 
uh-huh. <laughs> or the full story. Um, let's see, what else have I played? Um, I think the only other major thing I was really hoping to get to some Streets of Rage four before this podcast, but I ran out of time. But um, you, you and I keep trucking along in Divinity. Oh yeah, two. And uh, damn, it's just what a what a game and. We ran into like a dungeon cave sort of area that was such a major pain in the ass. Oh god, yeah. That was And I, hmm. I just I felt like we were in there forever too. <laughs> I feel like we got there for some reason it felt like we were there before we should have been. Yeah. Like maybe we should have been doing some side quests first and then do Probably. That, but probably. Yeah, I I I you know we we do have a lot of quests we can go after but I do think we should probably try to dig around a little bit to see if we can get any additional side quest mm-hmm. um just to keep leveling up. There, I mean we made we made it through but that that final fight and a couple of the other ones were just pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh there are certainly a lot of NPCs in that town. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of people that we still haven't even talked to. Your your boy wouldn't let me down in the secret club. Oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he's like a a really tough like dwarf character, um, and and you are a dwarf outlaw, and um, yeah. So was... you got you got to join the club, but not mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah, that that was funny. Um, yeah, kind of, I, I, kind of sad that you couldn't see the story bits there, though. That was, right. that was the only bummer. Right? Yeah, that that does suck. But, but it, it it's just funny those sort of little things that they went to like that. Larian Studios writing this game went to like that much detail with it of like even if you're on a party, like not everybody can come in, sort mm-hmm. of thing. There's a way we probably could have cheesed it a little bit. I think. Yeah, um, if like I had to but, leave the game and I brought everyone down and then you joined. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but regardless, it, it's still it's still fun to just have those little things like that happen. Um, we also were kind of, I guess, on our on our way to this cave area. There was a lot of pretty tough fights mm-hmm. there that we actually. One of them, it was kind of almost like this little sort of castle like area. Um, kind of up in the mountains, it felt like, and man, we got our ass kicked so fucking hard. Uh, but then we, you know, it's just one of those things of like, you get your ass kicked, but there's probably another way to come at this fight, like a different way you could position your team. And that's what we did. And then it just worked out so well, like we kicked their ass. Um, it's just things like that are just. So much fun in this game. I, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah I I think uh, I think Larian Studios was the right choice for uh, the next Baldur's Gate. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it, you know, we're like what twenty hours into this maybe, but it, it's just to the point where like I'm going to check out every game that these that this studio makes moving forward because they're just this game's so well. Well done. Baldur's Gate 3 looks like it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Excited for this studio. Um, and it's, you know, I'm sure Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be cool and, and be a big success for them. But I hope that 
they don't leave Divinity behind if Baldur's Gate is super successful because I, I just think they've built such a cool world here that a Divinity 3 would be awesome. Yeah. At some point. So yeah, we'll we'll keep trucking along. Having a lot of fun. There, there's just... It, it, our quest log, too, is like completely overwhelming to look at because um, there's just so much shit in there and so much of it... There, not so much of it, maybe, but there's definitely some quests that lead to other parts of other quests, mm-hmm. sort of thing. And yeah. it's like, what do you what do you tackle first? You know, what what which way should I go? That's you know, what's you know, it's just crazy. Uh, that that is a critique, I think, of that game, though. Of that, the quest log isn't it isn't horrible, but it's also not the greatest. Like it could have, in my opinion, just be a little bit easier to uh i guess go through it a little bit more simple or something but it's such a small thing that's not a big deal to me mm-hmm. overall but yeah i think i think that's about it i i did play and i had like no success though but i i wanted the other night what did i do i finished the dlc of borderlands 3 it was a little late and i'm but i wasn't super tired yet um, and I'm like, fuck it. I hopped into Apex and played like three matches of season five, um, on the new Kings Canyon map, basically yeah. kind of where they changed around some areas. Did not have much success, but I did see someone on my team was playing as Loba and she seems pretty fucking cool. So have you, how much Apex season five have you played? I have played... Ahead quite a bit uh all right and i have also played loba quite a bit okay uh, and i i've got to say she they keep making characters that i want to say are my new favorite um <laughs> god damn uh i really like her tactical ability to throw on the bracelet and teleporting that's really it's yeah it's on par with the uh, pathfinder with like mixing up the combat and getting maneuvering around the arenas yeah, that 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 does seem like a really cool ability because there, one of the matches I played, um, I ended up going down, but there was another team and our our the other two people on our team was fine and I I ended up watching the person playing Loba and you know through the wristband like up on a roof and like ambush this guy and then ended up picking up my beacon and I'm like oh that is that is slick oh, for yeah. sure. And yeah, I, I love her passive ability, seeing the high tier loot through walls. That that's just awesome. And then of mm-hmm. course the black market, man. It's mm, the black market boutique, baby. It's it's the fastest way to loot an area of, of the shit that you need. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I really like Loba a lot. I also like some of the changes they've made. Uh, I meant to put patch notes for this in here. Let me just go to play apex uh dot com or whatever the fuck it is uh, you know what i'll just go to their twitter yeah play apex.com and i'm gonna pull up some patch notes because they did some things for season five that uh you know i'm a fan of outside of you know adding new characters they changed some of mirage's stuff uh now mirage with his um with his decoy 
you can actually take control of the decoy and make it mimic your movements oh. uh, to make it more believable. Interesting. Uh, you can also... His ultimate now does the thing where all of his... All of the... Um, all of the decoys mimic the movement, so it's like every everyone's moving everywhere, and it's weird, and it's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a lot easier to fool people now as Mirage. Um, let's get down here. Um, yeah, there's some other like balancing things that they've done, but that's the big big thing. Uh, they've changed some of the loot, the weapons on the map. Uh, you know how they had the Devotion as a fully kitted gold weapon towards yeah. the end of Season 4? They've done yep. that with five other weapons. The Longbow, Ooh. the Hemlock, the Spitfire, Eva 8, and RE-45. Oh, nice. Uh, they've also did a little swapsy. Uh, the Peacekeeper is out of the regular weapons, and they're going to be Peacekeepers are going to be in care packages that drop on the map. Uh, and in its place, the Mastiff has come out of the care package. God damn, the Mastiff. Oh, God. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and I've got to say, that Mastiff, it might have been a mistake. Because <laughs> if you get the Mastiff with the level 3 shotgun bolt, man, you are just... You, you need to avoid those people at close range. <laughs> nice. Because it can just, it can wipe you really quick. Um... But yeah, other there are some other balance changes, uh, but they've also added back the skull piercer for the DMR and the wing, uh, the for the uh, longbow and the wingman. Uh, put the anvil receiver back in the vault, but man, I love the skull piercer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's those are some of the major balance changes I've really liked. Uh, what I've played of Apex, I like the new map, the changes they've made. Um, also, yeah. it's pretty positive. Yeah, so some of the areas are are pretty neat. But yeah, have you? Did you win any? No, I yeah. still haven't won a match. It is gotcha. uh, It is elusive for me. I came in second <laughs> twice. Ah, but couldn't finish the deal. Uh, it, there's also, I guess, these treasure packs. Oh, yes. You can pick up now. Yes, uh, that is the other part of Season 5 that I find super interesting. They are doing, well, they've been do- building it, but the story is coming into the game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there are going to be these PvE events that you're able to do, but in order to access them, you have to pick up these treasure packs, which you can get one per day. They're, they're just randomly in chests. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. They're they're putting some some story stuff into it, and it's it's really cool. Yeah, definitely. I think think that's a very cool thing that they're doing. I'm curious how that goes. Yeah, um, I have enough treasure packs for the first hunt, which will unlock this week, and uh, I'm hoping it's something that you can just try over again if you don't get it right. Because if yeah, if I have to collect five treasure packs for each hunt man right right all right but that would suck <laughs> but yeah I, it, there are going to be rewards attached to that uh, uh yeah and it all looks pretty cool i can't wait to I'll, I'll come back next week with my opinion on this pve mode that they've imagined for us 
Right on. Uh, other games I've been playing, however, include that American Truck Simulator. Mm. I've fully upgraded garage. I own five trucks now. I have four employees. Building my truck and empire, Tyler. Nice. That sounds fucking awesome. Uh, also, Fallout 76. I keep playing Fallout 76. <laughs> I keep just wandering aimlessly around the map, discovering locations. And, you know, this game has a nice variety of environments. That is that's that is the positive thing I will say about Fallout 76 this week. Mm. Uh, I've gone to a new sort of biome. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, are the NPCs popping? Yeah, mm, okay, so I just advanced the... NPC quest line that they've emphasized with the release of Wastelanders. Um, so now the overseer which I met wants me to go talk to a group of raiders and a group of settlers who are moving into the area and letting them know about this scorched disease and uh, trying to get them, you know, vaccinated against it. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I haven't really done too much on that quest yet, but that that's the next step. Kind of some weird timing. Mm-hmm, yeah. A new disease mm-hmm. comes in, you gotta go get a vaccine. <laughs> well, it's not a new disease, it's new people coming into an area that had well, this okay. disease yeah, from the yeah. start of the game. Well, you mm-hmm. know, they didn't... It, it isn't really saying anything about society, more so that, like, it was just a thing that they did when they launched this game have this scorched disease gotcha Um, but yeah I'm gonna continue doing that and Tyler it wouldn't be a week of this show if I didn't talk about my racing exploits right or frustrations yeah I saw your Twitter rant in GT yeah Gran Turismo Sport I was doing a Nations Cup race it was on Suzuka you know that's you know Suzuka Circuit right I know you do you play that F1 game Yep, yep, yep. So I was stuck behind this dingus. And, uh... Well, not really stuck behind him. He was doing okay, except for this one section of the track. You know, the back straight into that high-speed left-hand turn? Yep, yep. Very fun section. You know, where you certainly don't break into that turn. You might lift a little bit. Right. This motherfucker was breaking into that turn. Going oh, way boy. too slow through it. So, it, it was unavoidable. There was going to be contact. I did everything I could. I, I made sure the contact was square in the back, so it didn't really spin him out. Um, but this asshole just decided to rage, pulled off to the side, and just fucking launched right into me at that chicane at the end of there. Oh my god. And he... This isn't the, fir- this isn't the only time he did that. I eventually overtook him after he was pitting, and he just slammed into me on turn one at, out of the pit exit. It was fucking ridiculous. What the hell? And every oh okay, gosh. according to the sportsmanship rankings, everyone in the lobby was rank S. At the end of the race, he was rank B. He dropped two ranks, mm. but really just fucking ruined my race. Right. I started eleventh. 
uh, out of a field of 20 and ended 17th because of him. Ugh. That sucks, dude. Fuck that. That's not fun at all. Yeah. Especially in those those races and like that's the stuff that that game's trying to completely discourage, you know, and and that's that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was I was not pleased. Uh, so yeah. then I went over to iRacing, racing, <laughs> where people generally behave a lot better, and I had a pretty good result. I qualified third. And finished second, and I actually led about, it was a, wait, 15-lap race? Yeah, 15-lap race, and I led about eight of those laps. Hmm, okay. Um, Nice. Got overtaken late by a guy who was, um, let's say, a little overzealous with diving inside. So I kind of just let them have the position rather than get fucking jacked up. Uh, I thought I could take them on the cutback because I thought they were overshooting the turn, but I guess they just they managed to pull it off. Uh, yeah. But I was catching them on the last... It was a battle for the lead in like the last two laps, and I tried something on the final lap. Man, it, I hit a wall and damaged my car, <laughs> but I managed to hold on to second place, and I... It was mere thousands of a second that I came in second place. Like, the guy in third place was making a charge on the start-finish straight. And I was just limping along with my car. (laughs) And, yeah, it was... (laughs) It was a photo finish for second place. Wow. Uh, But, yeah, that was fun. Uh, Didn't have as much luck in the oval race, but it was... It was just crazy. Like, people were doing dumb stuff. So, I kind of... Yeah, it was it wasn't fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have to try it again. Uh, it's on the Texas Motor Speedway. Um, a little bit more technical than the uh, Charlotte Speedway, where you can just keep your foot down. Uh, you actually right. have to lift on this on this oval. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having fun racing. Yeah, Texas is in. Yeah, Texas. I feel like. Uh, yeah, Texas is a lot more interesting i feel than charlotte yeah it's i don't know it's it's, it's a lot wider in the corners and, and it's and, not as banked as much right right uh, yeah and the corners are more or definitely sharper yeah uh but yeah yeah it was it was just a shit show <laughs> so i got, <laughs> i got penalized for passing before the start finish on the green because the mm. leaders for some reason just didn't fucking go on the green yeah and God, it was so fucking frustrating. Yeah. And then I got another penalty because I was I was I was I was pissed off. Uh, so I uh, I accidentally sped in the pits and had Uh-oh. another penalty. And at that point, I was like, you know what, my race is fucking over. <laughs> right, bro. Uh, boy, actual racing though, coming back today. Oh yeah, NASCAR's trying or. Wait, is it NASCAR yeah, or Indy who's trying yeah. to come back right now? Uh, NASCAR is, is trying to come back today. I think 3.30 is their racing in Darlington. They're going to be doing four races in 11 days. Oh, God. That's a lot of racing. Holy yeah. shit. So basically they're racing on a Sunday and a Wednesday. So they're doing two races in a row at Darlington and then two races in a row at Charlotte. 
and then I think it's back to like a weekly Sunday, Saturday, Sunday that they're racing on. Um, but yeah, we'll see see how that goes. I mean, I, I hope it goes well. I, I think any any sort of live sports right now would be awesome. Um, but we'll we'll see. That's just a hell of a lot of racing. And what's what's wild though too is what I've read is that they're not even. I don't think they're practicing no, or they qualifying. Aren't. They're they literally just they drew their 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 starting spots out of like a, a draw sort of thing, and the next week, so or the next race, the field is basically inverted. Okay. From like so, basically, if you finish in the top twenty, like if you finish seventeenth this race, then the next race you're going to start third. Okay. Um, so they're they're inverting it from one to twenty. It's also known as a, a reverse grid race, right? Yeah. So, so that's that's interesting. But I, I man, I don't know about that. I, I'm very curious how that'll go for. I mean, I'd be curious how that goes for any fucking racing where well, they do you that. They do that in uh, Formula Two. Do they? Yeah they they have a uh, a sprint race. And then a reverse grid race after that. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, but, it, it, yeah, I mean, so that'll be interesting. But I think it's also, it'll be really interesting. I mean, these drivers and teams are just going in like fucking cold turkey. You know, they haven't raced in two months. And at least Darlington's a very more technical track for an oval. So I'm, I'm just so curious how that's going to go for all these teams. I mean, I, I get why they're not practicing or qualifying, but uh, it is it is going to be interesting. I'm not sure if uh, I know IndyCar is coming back June 6th. I'm not sure if I read though if they're just omitting practice and qualifying though. Yeah, I I'd have to read more to know know what their situation is. But yeah, it's it's gradually coming back. Uh, the Bundesliga football over mm-hmm. over in Germany. Uh, they started playing matches to uh, empty stadiums, and boy, that is a weird thing to watch. Really, you hear like you hear the players on on the pitch. They you can hear their voices like echoing in the empty stadium. Oh, it's wow. weird. Wow, did it change like the match at all? Did it feel different? Um, I think most of what felt different is that they're all very rusty and this looked like a preseason game. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I can imagine. I know, uh, like, it would not shock me if, say, the NFL, NBA, any of these sports like that come back and they put in, like, they pump fake crowd noise or something into the stadiums or arenas. Would not shock me if that's the case. We'll see. I mean, I, I feel like that that would be weird, but it's it would also be a little bit more like that's what you're used to. But I can. It would be weird to hear all this crowd noise and you just see nobody in the in the stands. <laughs> They'd have to like put cardboard cutouts in this seat. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Well, what was it? The Korean Baseball League does that, I think. Because oh, they kind of came back, but I thought one of the one of these leagues or something did that. They put like cardboard cutouts or something, or they were playing around with. I don't know. 
either way, I mean that that's got to be weird too. It's going to be weird for for a while with mm. sports. Racing might not be as weird um, because you just you know crowd noise isn't part of racing as much as it is a football game or soccer game or whatever. Um, like I, I imagine like soccer's probably got to be very strange. All, all those like. European leagues, MLS, all that, because crowd noise is such a major factor to those games. Yeah, it's it is very <laughs> it is almost creepy to watch. It's yeah. like you're watching a watching like a training match. It's right. really it's really weird. Uh, it, I'm I'm not very good at German, so I'm going to be interested to hear what players say when uh, say the Premier League comes back. Mm-hmm. to an empty stadium and how broadcasts handle players talking on the pitch because, you know, they say some wild shit out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Alright, I think it's time to get back to video games and the news. Because there is some news. Uh, I don't want to talk about this too long. PlayStation created a new logo to unite all their worldwide studios under. It's called PlayStation Studios and yeah, it's a very basic logo. That yeah. they're they're just going to slap in front of all their first party games. Yeah. Yeah, so basically this is going to happen basically when the PlayStation 5 launches. This won't be a thing for The Last of Us Part 2 or Ghost of Tsushima, but um it'll it'll be a thing moving forward they i guess just wanted to bring more identity to their first party titles um and there's also some animation uh that yeah you know people say it feels like the mcu and it kind of does i feel a little bit um an mcu like animation that can change depending on what game it is or it can be shortened a little bit but either way you'll You'll be seeing that. Um, I guess we won't be seeing... I mean, I could be wrong on this because I don't know if they fully confirmed the uh, very simplistic, you know... Um, i trying to think of what it says. Like, Sony Computer Entertainment Presents, and it's just like a black screen with white text. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. That, that, that shows up, like, before a trailer or whatever. I'm, I guess we won't be seeing that anymore? I don't know. It's weird. I don't... You know, I... It's hardly newsworthy for me. It's just something that they're going to do, and, you know, it's going to be different, but, man, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean anything. Not really. Not not too much. I I feel like it it means more for, like, Xbox rebranded them themselves to be the Xbox Game Studios. That makes a lot more sense, and I feel like means a lot more for them. Than this does to Sony, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not upset about it, but I'm also not very excited about it either. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, Tyler, I am excited, however, because I I, I watched this uh, this morning the and it's broadcasted earlier this week. The state of play yeah. it goes to Tsushima. Tyler, did you watch this? I did. I did. I think I'm going to like this game a lot. 
Me too. Yeah. Uh, what what uh what excited you? About? Uh, that this is kind of um what people wanted Ubisoft to do. It looks kind of like an Assassin's Creed in Japan. Yes, one hundred percent. But yeah, I'm I I'm going to be interested to see how the game feels with the combat. I'm not sure. Like it's it's something that's hard to translate through uh, through a video. Like what what they're at, what's actually happening with with their combat. It it all seemed to go by pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I enjoy the way the game looks. Uh, that soundtrack is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I I'm just interested to see what what story they've wrapped in this. It seems like a Mongol invasion of Japan has happened. Yep. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think you know I'm I'm I wasn't. Uh like watching this I wasn't like oh my god this is the best fucking thing I've ever seen sort of thing but watching it I was I'm like okay I'm going to very much enjoy this game I can just tell and it it seems like you know Sony's had a couple games recently where in the first party where there may might not be doing anything drastically new but it seems like they're refining a lot of things and in just creating something cool out of all of those and i'm fine with that this game is fucking beautiful from what they've shown and i am so so excited to explore this world um you know there's there's color in this world uh and the lighting just looks incredible and you know th- there was a shot where they i i guess jin the character was on top of like a mountain just looking out at the world and you could see how big it is and all this stuff i'm like oh my gosh this is awesome this gives me like breath of the wild sort of feels and also just the fact that the hud is very minimal there's not there, there, there are like there is like a waypoint system, but not in like there is in a typical, you know, Ubisoft open world game that's saying like here's your marker, go over here. Uh, you know, the the, the fact that you got to pay attention to different animals in the world and in the wind direction, and all that stuff. I'm like, this is this is cool, and I feel like I'm just ready to get really just kind of immersed in this in this world for a really long time. Uh, and, and so that that's awesome uh but yeah the combat seemed cool and, and i liked how they showed basically almost the same area of but going in as the ghost in a stealth approach and going in as a samurai just like fucking picking all these dudes off with with a sword and i like how you kind of had to like pay attention it, it, to everything around you like the combat just seems like in that sort of scenario as a samurai it just feels like it's going to be such a dance of you got to pay attention to all the dudes around you but also pay attention to the archer that's over in the corner and blocking his arrows and stuff i'm like all right yeah this this seems like it's going to be a lot of fun and looking forward to it for sure it, it is absolutely an assassin's creed game in in the way it seems like it functions <laughs> mm-hmm. like just the fact of 
you know, he was riding his horse and he picks up uh, whatever, bamboo or whatever it was mm-hmm. from the ground. And he, he gets like four bamboo out of that. I'm like, this is straight up Assassin's Creed. Like that you can go through an Odyssey and just walk through a forest and or ride, even ride through on a horse and pick up all this shit. I'm like, okay, interesting. It's. I think it's going to be a very fun game to play, and I, I like that they didn't really show anything much more about the story. I don't really want to see anything more about the story. Like, like I, I'm just I'm in for for what they have, and um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of cool cool looking things for sure. I I also really like that whole. Um, what what did they call it? Like the black and white mode? Man, I... That was interesting. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's a very good black and white mode. I, hmm. I don't know. It just didn't look... It looks like they just turned the saturation down. Probably. That, that It doesn't look like they actually did the work to make it a, a true black and white cinematic mode. Mm-hmm. Because, like... A lot of this stuff is hard to hard to parse in their black and white. Whereas if it were if it were a film, there would there would have been some touching up done, like to get more contrast so you can see more more definition in the picture. It I don't know. It seemed very flat to me in black and white. Gotcha. Yeah, it. it, it. I, I can see that. Uh, I, I don't think I will play this game like that at all because I like the the color and everything that's going into a lot of these environments. Um, but I, it is neat that it's there regardless. <laughs> I will, however, definitely be using the uh, Japanese voice track with the mm-hmm. English subtitles. Yeah, that that I think that's a smart addition for them to have. It seems like it's well done. And then the customization. Yeah. God, there's just there's a lot of th- in this game, and you know, I I'm gonna be a very happy uh, happy ghost in July. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Me too. It's. I also feel like it's just July is the perfect time for this game to come out, and I'm just I'm excited for it uh, very much. And I think you know I hope Sony has a nice one-two punch. I hope both these games end up. Turn it out really well for them. All right. Uh, well, Sony apparently, you know, tossing some bones to Epic to get that Unreal Engine Five run, running <laughs> and explicitly running on a PlayStation Five. Uh, yeah. We got an in-engine rendered demo, uh, and it looks pretty damn good. Oh yeah, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about triangles. <laughs> yeah, tell me about the triangles. <laughs> billions of triangles. Hundreds yes. of billions of triangles. Yes. This this phrase here, nanite virtualized micropolygon geometry. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Long story short, this, this Unreal Engine 5 seems pretty damn powerful. Um, this demo looks really good. I'm curious to see how video games are able to take advantage of this or if this is just like really just, you know, just a polished thing to show off as a tech demo. Right. Uh, th- and that that is the thing. We've, we have seen a lot of very pretty 
tech demos for just about every new console generation. And this one's no different, but this one also just, like, the possibilities that are there for the PlayStation 5 generation is is going to be just really awesome. Just And to me, it's just... It's the little like details that pop out in in this tech demo that that I think are just going to be amazing. I mean, of course, visually it just looks awesome, but it's you know the the lighting, the the rocks falling down, things off in the distance, the what they can do with with audio, which Sony's talked about before. But like those things, I think are just going to make make games really really pop. I think and. This demo looked fucking cool, and I also wish that uh, Epic would just make this a full fucking game because mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it it looked fun. I mean, it's very it looked very Tomb Raider like, but it just it looked like I want this. It looks so fucking cool. No, we're previewing the new Fortnite map. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How fucking cool would that be if if you're watching this this uh, tech demo and then like at the end there's like a portal or whatever. She steps through the portal and it's the new Fortnite map mm-hmm. running in Unreal Engine 5, <laughs> which they did say that they are doing with Fortnite, I guess. Yeah, and I guess Moving I didn't Unreal. put it in but, the stories, but Fortnite, of course, coming to the next generation of consoles. Yes. Like, what, no what shit. A, yeah, what a shocker. Uh, I think the only thing, well, maybe the, maybe they'll get it out sooner, but they were saying like mid-2021 for, I guess, Fortnite in Unreal Engine 5, so... I just thought it would have been there a little sooner, maybe. I don't know. But regardless, this this just looks cool. What do you make of uh, Sony kind of, I guess, or Epic or Sony kind of partnering on this almost? And then just, I guess, Sony still just seems a little, they seem just very quiet. But it's so interesting that Microsoft has their third-party inside Xbox showing gameplay, in quotes. And then Sony kind of, you know, partners with Epic on this. And this speaks so much more volumes than what Microsoft presented last week. Yeah, I'm I'm not so sure, though, because this is... A lot of what you're seeing in this is very, um, I don't know... They could be doing a lot of deception on on this part as well. Like this is a mm. tech demo. Like True. it's also it, this is also not a video game. Mm-hmm. This is also not like this is very streamlined to show off what the engine can look and sound like. Um, yeah. I'm not right. saying that they're lying at what it's capable of, but like. What are developers actually going to be able to do with this technology, managing all the resources the console has to offer to do all the things a video, an actual video game has to calculate? And, and you know, there, there just isn't as much happening in this Unreal Engine 5 demo as there would be in an actual video game. Right. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I, I, but I, I just, yeah, I, I just hope games get to this point and they will but i just wonder because tech demos are always kind of farther ahead than when the consoles launch and it takes a little while to get to the this sort of point 
I just wonder how long that that might take. You know, I have no doubt though that like fucking Horizon Two is going to look amazing. I mean, it, the first game is gorgeous on PS4, and I can only imagine what it's going to be like on PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just and then Tim Sweeney out here. I don't know if you read all that stuff too on IGN, and that's that's where I saw it. Just oh. talking about the PlayStation 5's SSD and how it's like practically groundbreaking for developers and what they can do. Hmm. Thought that was interesting. All, all to I know read is that well. uh, Tim Sweeney uh, needs to decorate his room better. <laughs> what do you mean? Like there was a um oh god. There he was doing uh some video from a webcam and he looked into the room that he was in and it looked like a college freshman's room. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. Ah. Nice. I'm gonna see if I can find find that article or quote of Tim Sweeney then. See if I can find that then. Yeah, uh I guess just quickly, um Sony has confirmed that everything is on track, uh hardware wise and there's nothing no major issues with software development for the PlayStation five, so I guess you Everything is um everything is going as planned, I guess, as cl- as close to the plan as it could be. Uh so yeah, we can expect Sony to be in full strength this holiday season with PlayStation 5. According yeah. to them, of course, but uh yeah, we'll see. I I find it very challenging to believe that um Everything is just 100% right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Sometimes, you know, it, it, I kind of feel differently about it like every day. Sometimes I'm like, you know what, I think, I think it can't happen. Then you read the news and you're like, nah, there's no fucking way. But I, I feel like Sony's going to try their, their hardest to get it out because... Um, I don't know if you saw that PlayStation 4, they've passed 110 million uh, console sales, which is awesome. Um, but the console sales themselves have slowed down a lot. Um, and I, th- I forget how many. I think they only sold like one and a half million over the past quarter, um, which is pretty low uh, for the console since it launched and kind of took off. So they're probably wanting to get this console out so they can get it. Get some sales, get that cash, you know? Yeah. We'll see. I, I did find basically what Tim Sweeney was saying is that what the PlayStation 5 has with its SSD is going to help drive like future PCs. Like what Sony has is better than, than P, uh, some PCs out there right now. Um, that's basically what he says. Uh, the the storage architecture on the PS5 is is far ahead of anything you can buy on an or anything you can buy on anything on PC. It's weird weird phrasing. Uh, anything on PC for any amount of money right now. <laughs> that's that's his quote. Mm-hmm. It's going to help drive future PCs. The PC market is going to see this thing ship and say, oh wow, SSDs are going to need to catch up with this. 
We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But but you know I I I'm, I that does excite me though. Tyler. Oh. All right. What's up? Excitement is you know what I had at one point the thought of you know a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater and then Tony yeah. Hawk Pro Skater 5 came out mm-hmm. not a good game no not a good game at all but good Tony Hawk Pro Skater games are on the way in the form of remakes of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 developed by Vicarious Visions yeah interesting and you know this looks pretty alright I just hope it's good. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Vicarious has done good work, though, uh, with the Crash Bandicoot and Spyro remakes. Right. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm curious. They say they have a lot of the soundtrack available. Uh, That's a big part of these old games. Yeah, Uh, they... um, I don't know if you saw... They revealed the full soundtrack. Did you see that? Oh, shit! Yeah, I... let me. I'll let me find the art. I saw it on IGN. Uh... Uh, so let me find that, and I'll, I can throw it in our doc. Okay. Um, well, while you do that, um, they're going to have uh, a lot of the old skaters as well, and they're going to be old in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Like, actually old in the game? Yes, they're or... going to be their current age in the game. <laughs> wow, okay. We're going to have a 50-year-old Tony Hawk. Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. All right, I put that All link right, in our let, doc. Let me, let me see this. Let me see what's on this soundtrack. Oh, okay. All right. This is pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some, some good stuff in here. I, I don't fully remember this Tony Hawk soundtrack like fondly like a lot of a lot of people do um but I think it is cool that they've pretty much they they apparently I guess got a lot of it mhm uh and yeah this is a uh, yeah I'm I'm excited for this I I want to I want a good Tony Hawk pro skater I want a good skating video game god yeah they're they're also making improvements uh, they're bringing uh, some moves from mod- from the later Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, games. The revert, lip tricks, aerial maneuvers, manuals. All right. All kinds of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 tricks. Uh, a lot of those allowing you to extend combos and stuff like that. So that that's going to be pretty pretty sick. Sweet. Uh, let's see. It looks like Creative Park will be there. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember fucking around with that stuff. Yeah, I, I uh, I'm excited for this. They, I don't think they mentioned when this is coming out yet. They did actually, September fourth. Oh, shit. Yeah. I guess I just didn't <laughs> see it in this article here that I had. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's wow. September's gonna be fucking amazing. I know, right? Holy shit. I mean, I know it's not PlayStation, but. September 1st is Crusader Kings 3. Ooh, okay. And then to have this the same damn week? Yeah. Then uh, Cyberpunk not too long after that. Mm. 
it's going to be going to be a good you know the rest of this year is just shaping up you know as long as things hit of course you mm-hmm. know there's there's a lot of uncertainty but for where things are now um this year is just shaping up to be very good with video games in in terms of just the uh amount of like just big releases and a lot of these games have hit pretty well so far um you know so looking just looking forward to it and there's so much that we still don't know yet too which is exciting um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to this as well i i uh enjoyed those tony hawk games back in the day i don't have as much uh like fondness for them as as i did with crash or spyro or just as much fondness as, as other people do, but I enjoyed playing them, so I'm definitely definitely looking forward to this. I also remember playing like the underground games. Do you remember those? Yeah, the, those were those were fun to play. Um, what was the one that was on 360? American oh, Wasteland. Okay. Yeah, that sounded about yeah. Or was I it? Think was it Thug? Mm, was it Thug? maybe. You know what? Maybe. There's, there. We, we are on the internet right now. I'm going to look are. up the Tony Hawk. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go to a certain wiki and look up Tony Hawk. God, you remember Tony Hawk Ride? Holy shit! Oh man, with the actual like skateboard, yeah, controller. That yeah. was on 360. That was wild. Yeah, <laughs> that that wasn't the one. It was like an early 360 like launch title. Oh man. Oh, hmm. God damn. All right. Franchise, the Fran- Tony Hawk franchise page here. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, so 2006. First game for the Xbox 360. Well, built from the ground up for the Xbox. Oh, wait. American Wasteland did uh, come to the yeah. Xbox 360. And okay. then there was Project 8. Okay. And there was downhill jam on, on the Wii, Nintendo, mm. DS. Oh my God! The nice. pr- Nintendo. Oh, mm. Tony Hawk's Proving Ground. Oh my gosh! There, are, <laughs> there are a lot of uh, Tony Hawk games. Holy shit! Yeah, there are, there are. Yeah, I think American Wasteland was the last one that I played. Um, but also, looking at this too, I didn't know this that this Pro Skater One and Two remake is going to be forty dollars. It's mm. awesome. I wonder if they will uh, get around to making three or four, or or remaking it, or if they're going to do any of the underground games. I also hope that, and I hope this with Crash and Spyro too, that it leads to new games that are kind of faithful to the original, but also fresh and exciting. Um, Activision's kind of digging back, you know? Into their into their well, they've been remastering a lot of games. I'm not saying I, I uh, don't like it because obviously I've I've enjoyed all the Crash and Spyro games and these look pretty cool. But interesting how much they're digging back into that, hmm. which they probably needed to do because they kind of ran so many of those franchises into the ground that they kind of had to have to go back to the beginning in almost just start over and get people excited and, and have a new path. Yeah. So, yeah. and also just kind of, I also, you know, Tony Hawk and Activision, their split wasn't 
overly happy you know <laughs> like they like they didn't really uh it wasn't very much a mutual thing either so interesting that they're coming back i wonder how much money they backed up to tony hawk's door yeah there's a collector's edition where you get a skate deck oh shit like yeah. an actual skate deck yeah wow it's only a hundred okay. bucks too it's, it's it's one of those birdhouse decks one of tony hawk's own brand okay interesting <laughs> all right that's enough about skating. Let's uh, talk about some updates to video games that we have played or have been playing. There's a roadmap for what's coming Fallout 76 this year. They're going to introduce um, season passes, uh, kind of like a battle pass, but like Ooh. for each season. Like So the first one's going to be, I believe, summer. Uh, but yeah. You're going to move up the tiers and unlock items. Yay! Uh, mm, okay. They're in the fall, they're going to introduce one wasteland for all that's going to rebalance combat for players uh, so it scales to every player. So you'll be able to team up and play late, play different uh, parts of the game. Uh, no matter what level you are. Okay, that um, seems smart. And then, in the winter, the Brotherhood of Steel is coming to Fallout 76. Nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, looks like there's, they still have plans to keep building Fallout 76. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll... Damn it, I can't buy this fucking season pass, can I? <laughs> I can't reasonably justify doing that. Yeah. I guess is this story DLC, though, going to be free with the Brotherhood of Steel? Or do you have to buy the um, the, the season pass for the winter or whatever? I don't know. It, no, it seems like that's just uh, going to be free. Okay. That'd be smart. Hmm. All right. Well, moving on to another Bethesda-owned property, Doom Eternal. Uh, they're adding empowered demons, and they're starting this this event. Um, what's this event all about? God damn! You know what? I don't really care. I'm not going to play more Doom Eternal. I've played through Doom Precious. Eternal. They can update that game as much as they want. I'm not going to play that battle mode. I don't care about multiplayer. If it's yeah, if it, I, I haven't played battle mode. I don't feel like I need to play battle mode. Yeah, I guess the event. There's just new cosmetics, and basically you have to complete these challenges in campaign or battle mode. Cosmetics in a first-person shooter. I know it's weird. Yay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. other games, Destiny is, does that a lot, too. But I guess at least you see your character in the tower or whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, they added that De Nouveau anti-cheat software on PC. Great. For battle mode. Oh, don't people not like that shit? <laughs> Great. Fantastic. 
That's awesome. I might just uninstall. Did I uninstall Doom Eternal? I think I might have uninstalled Doom Eternal. So, yeah, but I agree with you. I don't give a shit about any of this. Um, I mean, new demons, all that stuff, sure. Um, but yeah, in terms of like events to get cosmetics, that is not That's why not I play Doom. Doom. It's it's weird, and I don't I don't care. I mean, I might hop back in for their actual DLCs that they're going to be dropping potentially if they're cool, but otherwise I'm I'm fine. I don't need any of this. All right. Well, I am interested in Control's DLC. Uh, there's an the next one is going to dive into. Uh, some Alan Wake's shit. It's uh, gonna take a look into the Bright Falls incident. Okay. And you know what? I never played Alan Wake. Me either. But apparently, this is going to explain what happened in Alan Wake a little bit. So maybe, maybe this will fill in the gaps for me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, I mean, I, I never played it either, but I think it's just it's cool that they're connecting these games. Yeah. Why not? There's a remedy. There's a remedy video game universe happening. Yeah. And I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? All right. Well, Tyler, how about you take us through some numbers? You got, you got yeah. some numbers about video game spending in this first quarter. Yeah, I thought this was interesting coming from IGN. The v- video game spending for the first quarter of 2020 was the highest in U.S. history. Damn. Um, the NPD group calls this year's first quarter record a record driven by digital content spending across console, mobile, and PC platforms, reaching 10.86 billion from january to march a nine percent increase over last year um sales of video game content reached 9.58 billion the first quarter up 11 percent what the hell one one they're saying nine percent they're saying 11 either way big increase um the biggest games that drove a lot of it were animal crossing call of duty modern warfare doom eternal and gta 5 were some of the uh, most notable games. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty insane. Um, and and then Nintendo Switch was the best-selling console, uh, leading overall video game hardware to increase 2%. Mm. Except now you can't year. buy a Nintendo Switch because they're all gone. I know. I know. <laughs> Crazy. But, you know... With other industries being hit so hard, it is, you know, a good thing to see that I guess video games are still making money, even though there have been some some definite adjustments to uh, how these video games are made, working from home, and there's definitely going. You know, I know Phil Spencer also. There was an interview with him where he said that you know a lot of what's going on now in video games probably won't be felt until. 2021 in terms of like mocap and and audio all that stuff can't be really recorded right now so there's going to be kind of a gap in the production that teams are going to have to catch up on 
So next year might be a, a different story, at least. But, you know, at least right now, uh, video games make a lot of money. And, you know, people need need stuff to keep them occupied while staying inside. So, kind of yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's an, it's unfortunate that a pandemic has led to one of the best quarters ever in the video game industry. But if you're just talking about, about that, it is good to see. All right, uh, I guess I guess the the sad news this week. There's not going to be any more Titanfall this year. Yeah. There's even though even though they said back in 2019 that they were working on something Titanfall. They aren't working on Titanfall anymore. Yeah. God damn it. Makes me sad, but it's also it's. I mean, it's not shocking at all. Um, you know, it wouldn't shock me if uh, Apex Legends has made more money than either Titanfall games have made. <laughs> mm. um, it does make me sad because I, I love Titanfall. I love that universe. I, you know, multiplayer is great. They nailed it with the Titanfall two campaign. I would love to see it. And I, I think they will return to it someday, but. When they return to it, I hope EA doesn't fuck them and, you know, release the game at a at a shit time or release it only on one platform, like shit like that. Like, just, I don't know. It just sucks, kind of, what, what happened to this franchise. I mean, Apex is, you know, in that world, technically. Yeah, but if, if they do um, make a but... Titan, a new Titanfall... Do you think they have to somehow tie in the Apex characters, at least have some of them show up in that campaign? I think it would be cool. I don't think they necessarily have to, but I think it would be a cool thing to do, for sure. Because people like these characters. I think it would be a smart thing that could get people uh, enticed uh, to, to get into a Titanfall game. Yeah. Makes sense, but... You know, Apex Legends is just that's their their thing, so they're going to have that, and no doubt that they're making a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. So it's going to be a while, but I, I you know, they said that that t- new Titanfall game was going to be like a total twist on what Titanfall is, and you know that I want to know what happened to it. Yeah, I, my suspicion is that we'll never hear that story. Yeah, I agree. Oh well, it would be a nice surprise though if they're just saying this, but then at EA's event in June to to see a new Titanfall or something like that. That would be an awesome surprise, but I very much doubt that is going to happen. It's no, it's okay. It the the new game in the Titanfall universe is a visual novel where uh, Mirage <laughs> is. It's a dating simulator where you play as Mirage. Oh Jesus. <laughs> that would be kind of fun, actually. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> what isn't fun is having uh, your game copied, <laughs> which is what uh, Ubisoft is accusing um, Alibaba of doing. Um, I forget how this is uh, connected. I believe Alibaba owns some of Google and Apple in China. 
Okay. Uh, and they have a mobile game called Area F2 that looks exactly like Rainbow Six Siege. Oh. Nice. So, so yeah, yeah, Ubisoft Ubis is trying to, you know, get that get that bread and be like, yo, stop this bullshit. <laughs> I mean, wow, yeah, just, I didn't hear about this story, but looking at these screenshots, holy shit. Like, even the, like, the HUD and all that, like, up top where in Rainbow Six Siege where you're seeing the round, the time, and then you can see the different classes and who's available. It looks exactly like Siege. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That is fucking crazy. I, I don't I don't blame Ubisoft. I mean, they got to protect their, they got to protect their IP. Um, so, that it makes sense to me, but, Wow. Yeah, it it basic it looks exactly like fucking Rainbow Six Siege. I'm, I I just did a did a Google image search and I'm like, yeah, this is just fucking Rainbow Six Siege on your phone. Yeah, and Ubisoft that... absolutely has every right to fucking sue. Yeah. Okay. Holy yeah, they shit. do absolutely. Yeah, I was just curious if Area F two was available in the U S. But I guess it is on mobile. Mm hmm. Wild. Absolutely crazy. Alright, let's hope these new games that release this week aren't just carbon copies of other video games. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, really quick though, on just sticking with Ubisoft, apparently, uh, I don't know if you saw that, that they have one more AAA game in a popular franchise of theirs to announce for their fiscal year. Oh, really? Is it it, it Far Cry 6? Maybe, and I'm <laughs> sure we'll see it at their Ubisoft Forward event in July. But uh, yeah, so they basically have Rainbow Six Quarantine, Gods and Monsters, Watch Dogs 3, Assassin's Creed Valhalla all coming out in their um, fiscal year. But then they said there's one more still. Great. Fantastic. And, and, and they and they basically, I guess, because all this came out um, through their shareholder meeting. <laughs> And they basically told the shareholders that they basically have two models for their revenues. One is getting all five of these games out in their fiscal quarter. And the other one is if a game has to slip into their next next fiscal year because of COVID-19 and, and all the production challenges that have come from that. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm curious what it's, what it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fucking... They're going to shit out another Far Cry. <laughs> <laughs> that that just... If they do, dude... Oh my god, I don't even know if I would play it. I, maybe, I mean, Far Cry games are... They're like the ultimate podcast games to me. Uh, of just like, I don't give a fuck about the story. I'm just zoning out sort of thing. But like Far Cry 5 just sucked. That like that franchise needs to go away and really come back and think about what it is. What I want it to be is a fucking new Rayman game. Mm. Oh, that'd be mm. so much fun. That'd be so much fun. It's just something that I feel like Ubisoft kind of needs. Not these like open world adventure sort of things. They're like just something straight, simple, two D platforming. Rayman Legends is just perfect. Perfect two D platformer. I, I would love the new Rayman. 
That would that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Alrighty, Tyler. I'm gonna get us started on these new games. Cause you just talked a lot about Ubisoft. Go for it. A fold apart. Uh, I believe we saw this game last year. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a puzzle game, I think. A puzzle platformer kind of deal. All right. Uh, Concept Destruction on PS4. Uh, Concept Destruction is all about driving miniature cars made of cardboard and crashing them into each other. Sounds like Wreckfest. All right, Tyler. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to correct uh, them. Do, do you see the edge of, of that door there? See, see I do. That, you see that little uh, fluted medium in there? Yeah. That isn't cardboard. That's corrugated paperboard. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I see. I see. Because <laughs> you know all about it now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's whatever. People can call shit what they want. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I was just joking, really. Uh, Dungeon of the Endless next. Uh, it's a roguelike dungeon defense game. Okay. Hmm. Alright. That's cool. This art's cool, at least. Uh, Fault Milestone 1 is on PS4. Uh, Fault is a series of science, fantasy, cinematic novels using unique 3D camera system for a visual, immersive reading experience. Mm, okay. I'm sure perverts like that. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't know anything about these games, but you know what? I know something about the people who play them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Fluxteria is also out this week. A non-stop arcade space shooting action game. Uh, yeah. Mm, okay. Nope. I think okay. I know what one of those is. Yeah. Uh, next up is Golf With Your Friends. Hell yeah. Maybe, maybe we should play this <laughs> on uh, PS4. Um, yeah. Basically, it's mini golf. Mm, okay. That's different than the golf we've been playing. Yeah. Although, I think y'all should just get everybody's golf, because that's a pretty damn good golf game. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, Gorn is out on PlayStation 4. I thought this was a this is a VR game. They just didn't list it as PSVR. Uh, yeah, it's a you're a gladiator. You, you right. chop people's limbs off in VR. Uh, next up is Gunman Clive HD Collection on PS4. Uh, jump sh and shoot your way across diverse and challenging levels and fight massive bosses. Old school side-scrolling action game. I think these games were on 3DS before. I could be wrong on that. I, I, I've just, I've definitely heard of Gunman Clive before. Tyler. Oh boy. Maneater. Yes. It's a, <laughs> it's a shark PG, shark PG. Oh, single God. player open world action RPG. There. <laughs> yeah, you play as a shark. And I uh, love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Fantastic. That's fucking hilarious. Wow. Uh, Mech 
Exter- Extermination Force on PS4. Um, seems an action-packed platforming boss rush from the creator of the Gunman Clive series. Okay. Uh, Monstrum. Uh, looks like some sort of horror game where you're on a on a cargo ship. Yeah. That was uh, Man in Medan. Oh. Hmm. Done. <laughs> Dude, I don't think I ever talked about that on here. Like a month, about a month ago, probably even a little bit longer, Keith and I played through that. Like a co-op run? Yeah. The That game is so fucking incredible in that way uh, when you're playing it co-op. So, I mean, you can play co-op on, on the same couch and just pass the controller. But because we're not on the same couch, you know, the game kind of almost assigned us certain characters. And so there's certain parts of the game that are kind of happening at the same time. And, and the narratives are kind of weaving in and out. So I'm playing one of those sections and he's playing the other all at the same time instead of one at a time. Like yeah. you usually, usually would if you're playing single player, it was it was just it was kind of fucking wild, and then everything just kind of came together, and, and I was like, wow! And it, it basically cut the game in half hmm. in terms of length playing it that way. It's such a short game, um, and then <laughs> at the end he ended up uh, because his character I had I was my character, and I I was basically trying to calm his character down. Because of something that was going on. But he was seeing things completely different because of what was going on with his character. That he ended up killing me accidentally. <laughs> like, things like that. Like, I, I, uh, I yeah, I kind of I can't believe I forgot to talk about that on here. It was it was kind of crazy. I Moving forward with those Dark Pictures games, I, I that is by far the way to play it. It's, it's pretty cool. But anyways... Tangent. Uh, next up is Saints Row the Third remastered. Great games out on PS4. I never played the. Th- I've only played first two Saints Rows. Never played the third one. I never played Saints Row. Never. You know they were okay. Uh, next we have Superhero X. Uh, oh, it's hmm. A 2.5D create-your-own-fighter fighting game. Great. Okay. Uh, next up is Trailmakers. On PS4, uh, build a car, a plane, or a boat. Or maybe a car plane boat. Uh, I guess you're just building building a bunch of stuff. Great. And uh, then going on exploration missions, rally races. Just fucking around. Awesome. Okay. okay. Uh, hmm. Finally, on PlayStation Four, the wonderful One Hundred and One remastered. God, I've people seem to love this game. I don't know a damn thing about it. Yeah, I don't know too much about it either, other than it comes from Platinum and it was on the Wii U and was not successful at all because Wii U. And uh, but people people liked it, so it's cool that it's. Uh, on platforms people actually play. Alright, well. That's it for the video games. Uh, this weekend, though. 
Saturday, May 23rd, AEW <laughs> Double or Nothing. <laughs> Does that excite you? Have you watched any of the wrestling since all this started? It is weird. It yeah. is fucking weird. <laughs> uh, so crowds are generally a big part of wrestling. And without crowds, wrestling is very strange. Because they instead of having a crowd, they just have the, the wrestlers out there in the crowd. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just really strange. Um, but yeah, it's gonna. They have some really neat matches lined up. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Cool. I'll, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I keep seeing fucking commercials for that Snowpiercer show and it looks really fucked up and I don't want to watch it. It's really just really fucked. I have not not seen that. I'll have to, I'll have to look them up. Uh, but yeah. That's that's the show. Uh, I bought Wreckfest. Me too. Oh. Well, I bought it on PC. Me too. Oh, did you? Yeah. I saw I saw it was on sale for like what, fifteen, sixteen bucks, whatever it was? Yeah. And I'm oh, like shit. Yeah. We, we gotta play some fucking Wreckfest sometime. Yeah, we do. I haven't installed it yet. I think this week I'm going to uh I'm gonna get me an external hard drive here for this thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm just running out of some space so I can get get this installed. Um but yeah, very very soon hopefully we can uh Play some Wreckfest. I've always wanted to play that game. It, it looks completely ridiculous. Yeah. In the best way. Awesome. Well, uh, what else are you going to be playing this week? Uh, just Final Fantasy VII is what I'm going to try to focus on. Uh, just keep trucking away. I, I took off Friday um, of this coming week to have a nice long weekend. Um, so... Going to play Final Fantasy VII probably all day. Awesome. So why not get some Five Guys, some Final Fantasy. Let's mm. go. <laughs> Damn, that sounds like a good plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Oh, God. I'm going to continue to play Apex, try out that uh, whatever that hunt thing is. Uh, going to keep on playing Fallout 76 for better or for worse. And, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll jump back on to Final Fantasy 7. You're getting close to where I am, so I guess I'll play a little bit of that. Yeah. Just trying to think, like, what else do I want to play? It's on Xbox Game Pass. I want to play that MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries. Mmm. Yeah, that seems like your game, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like I like big robots. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I like big bots, and I cannot lie. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, also hoping that I can maybe play some more Streets of Rage Four. Because mm. I just kind of I don't know. I enjoyed my time with it, so I want to get back to it. Cool. Well, as usual, I'll be racing all week. We'll see if it yields anything. It's getting close to the end of the season in I racing, so. I'll be picking it back up for uh, the start of the next season as mm-hmm. well. I think that's at the end of the month. I think June is the start of season three of 2020. 
Okay. So yeah, I'll st- I'll I'll be fighting for championship points from the beginning. I won't be very competitive. We'll see. We'll <laughs> yeah, see where well, I end up. Um, who knows? Yeah. Sounds fun though. Regardless. Uh, yeah. That's that's gonna be the show for us. Uh, we're gonna take it out now if you need to get in contact with us between now and next week you can do that the usual ways uh, via email at playstation report podcast at gmail.com or via twitter at ps report podcast give us ratings reviews and share us with your friends uh, you can find me at the arctic sloth you can find tyler and his youtube channel at plugged on vids and until next week be good to each other Play your video games and... Scooby-Dooboo! Bup-bup.